Hello and welcome to A History of Maryland. This is episode zero, Why Maryland? Confessions of a History Podcast Junkie. This is just an introduction to me, to the podcast, where I'll try to explain just exactly what it is I'm hoping to achieve by centering on the history of one tiny little state in the Union instead of, say, some great ancient empire or modern industrial power. And more importantly, why I think any of you should care about a history of Maryland. If you already care and you don't want to hear me blab about myself, just go ahead and nip off to episode one where I'll kick off the narrative in early 17th century England. For the rest of you, I have a confession. My name is Jared Books, and I'm a history podcast junkie. Started off innocently enough, just listening to a little Dan Carlin as a way to kill the boredom on my long commutes to work. Nothing too heavy, just kicks. And one night at a party, someone was passing around some Mike Duncan, and I tried it, and I, I just loved it. I needed more, anything I could get my hands on. British, Irish, Byzantine, US, I couldn't stop. Soon I was sneaking off to the bathroom at work just to get a few more minutes of that sweet, sweet narrative. Then one day, my wife found me in the potting shed, naked, huffing episodes of the history of England, and she made an intervention, one that saved my life. She said, if you're so into this stuff, why don't you just make your own podcast? And she had a point. Maybe I should give this thing a try. But most of the big and broad subjects are already in much more capable hands than mine. Because let's be honest here, people, I'm not a historian. I'm a fishmonger by trade. So I wanted to pick a subject that was narrow enough to be manageable, yet one that I wanted to learn more about myself so that I could stay interested and not just wander off in some ADHD fugue. Well, why not start with where I'm at? The soil beneath my feet. The land of my birth. The home to my heart the jewel of our union, the glorious state of Maryland. Despite being raised here, my actual in-depth knowledge of Maryland's history is pathetic. I vaguely remember an elementary school trip to historic St. Mary's, and mostly what I remember is how long the bus ride was. It's, it was like five days to get to St. Mary's. I remember little bits and bobs about tobacco, slavery, indentured servants, a few Calverts and Baltimore's thrown in there. There's an origin story, which seems a lot like a low-budget reboot of the Pilgrims to me, except it's for Catholics this time. Basically the sort of history you can fit into any third-grade book report. I guess the reason I never looked into it much is it was always more exotic and instantly gratifying to study history about anywhere else. It's hard to compete with the length and depth of history in the old world. You know, you can't even dig a post hole for a mailbox in England without you know, finding a perfectly preserved bog body from the Bronze Age or something. It's hard for us to compete with that. We have history, uh, thousands of years of history, history that I would like to know. But it's mostly the history of peoples who were nomadic or semi-nomadic, using highly degradable materials, who relied on oral traditions as opposed to written ones, and who were ultimately all but annihilated by their contact with Europe within a few centuries. So it's hard to really flesh out or pad a story too much. What we can do is zoom in on the details that we know. And a neat thing about doing that is you often find that the history you thought you knew was way more complex and dynamic than maybe you learned in school. Now there's nothing new about state and local history. There are thousands of historians and archivists and amateur enthusiasts who live and breathe this stuff every day. The same people, incidentally, who will probably tear this podcast to bits. But I haven't seen too many 
in the medium of podcasts yet uh, focused on that local level. Uh, Jamie Redfern's History of the United States has done a good job of delving into the early colonial era of the U.S. region by region, including Maryland. But what I hope to do is zoom in two or three times deeper than that into the story of this specific state. By taking this route, I hope to tease out an entertaining historical narrative, one which underscores just how weird and unique our little province-slash-colony-slash-state is, and to sew it into the broader context of U.S. and world history. Now this is something I'm sure any patriotic, God-fearing Marylander can get on board with, and I have no doubts that most of the state's 6 million inhabitants will be tuning in by the second or third show. But at the same time, I'd like to do this in a way that might make it interesting to those who don't have any immediate connection or vested interest in the state's history. If you're not from Maryland, I'm not sure how much you know of it. If you watch TV, you may know we have a city called Baltimore, and it has a few sports teams, as well as one of the premier heroin markets of the continental United States. What's less well known is this is just part of a fine historic tradition which dates back to Baltimore Clippers running opium between India and China in the 19th century. I guess many people know that Francis Scott Key wrote the words to what became our national anthem while Fort McHenry was being bombarded by the British during the War of 1812. What may not be so well known is that our state song is actually a secessionist anthem complete with lyrics about spurning the northern scum. The Battle of Antietam was fought in Maryland, the single bloodiest day of the American Civil War. But less people may know that Maryland was also the site of armed conflict related to the English Civil War. While Maryland is commonly referred to as a Catholic colony, it really had a Protestant majority that was run by a Catholic aristocracy. It's known for its religious tolerance, but that was a constant struggle. And this included struggles between the Catholic aristocracy and the Jesuits they brought over to preach Catholicism in the first place. We're sometimes known as the Free State, but we were kind of built on slavery, an institution we kept around after the Emancipation Proclamation since we were technically exempt. But Maryland still changed their constitution to end slavery at the state level before we let the feds do it for us on the national level. So, in your face, Lincoln. If there's a running theme to Maryland history, I guess it's that of a diminutive border state, often overlooked, but always crammed in the middle trying to have things both ways. And I think there's a good story there somewhere. Along with the political narrative, I'm hoping to do social history episodes on the culture, the economy, the food, the folklore, and the linguistic peculiarities indigenous to the state, as well as specific episodes on the lives of famous people who have links to Maryland. As I said at the beginning, the narrative kicks off in the first years of the 17th century in England, but don't worry, we will be circling around to do a proper overview of the Native Americans of the region, as well as some prehistory and some natural history because I just found out we have an official state dinosaur and I won't be missing that. So that's it. That's it for my pitch. I hope you like the idea. I hope you will join me for episode one where we'll be dipping our ladles into the heady political and religious broth that was a bubbling in the last days of Elizabeth I. And we'll meet our protagonist, the architect of the eventual founding of Maryland, one George Calvert soon to be known as the first Lord Baltimore. I hope to see them. Goodbye.